<sighs> Stars, Honestly. golden nights, hurricanes, lightning, oh, avalanche. It's gonna get real rough real quick. Oh, Wait, those boy. are the next teams we're playing. Those hurricanes are... again. Kraken, predators, kings. Hurricane. Yeah. Between now and the and the outdoor game, it's gonna be a battle. They're gonna get torched. Yeah. We're fucked. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Allie. Allie, how are you? I am delightful. But, you know, I had an interesting experience this week. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell, please, please tell me about it. So I went back in time. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's not what I thought you were going to say. No, me neither. I went on a little a little time travel not that long ago, just back to November. Okay. Do you remember when we recorded an episode about me meeting some of the players from the Jersey Devils? Yeah. If this is your first time listening to our podcast, this is episode seven that I'm referring to. And in that episode, I told this very embarrassing story about me meeting Nico um Jasper Bratt and who a uh, Tyler Tafoli yeah and being an absolute weirdo <laughs> <laughs> I see where this is going now <laughs> and I said at one point in that episode to Shannon and Sarah that you guys have never seen me when you're not around because yeah. if you're around I'm with you and I act like me <laughs> yeah so you've never seen me on my own yeah <laughs> without you and if you did you would not recognize me because i act so much like shyer and feel so awkward when i'm not with you guys because yeah. <laughs> i'm so yeah. used to being with you guys well this week uh-huh i think you had the opportunity <laughs> we did to hear how i sound when you're not around probably the closest thing we'll get to it yeah yeah <laughs> and oh man I was thoroughly entertained. Tell me about it, Shannon. <laughs> so, so this week, Allie was a guest on the Last Change podcast and had a conversation with Ricky and Andrew. And we unfortunately didn't get the chance to be there, but Allie represented. And oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I I don't know you. We're not no. with you. I no. was like, I was I was dying. I I have I have a couple follow up things, but please please tell me about it. It was so super fun. We had this. Yeah, it sounded awesome. Yeah, it was super super fun. We were just talking about the devils. We had this like we just had, did this fun little interview over Zoom, and I was the entire time just thinking. I wish Shannon was here to derail me because as soon as you're not there, I realize how like sincere and serious I am. Like I am very like a straightforward and in my head, I'm like, normally I think I'm funny. And then I'm like, that's just because I'm saying serious things on our podcast. And Shannon is just in my ear saying some of the most bizarre things a human being has ever spoken. To make it clear, none of this would function if you and Sarah were not serious and came in with the facts, because then there would be nothing. There are no facts. There's there no facts in this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean. I don't know anything. <laughs> if you haven't, go listen to their podcast and you can listen to the episode that I joined as a guest. We talked about our, you know, so our first memories of go going to and watching some Devils games. We talked about Timo's outfits. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. So as, as Ricky said, he had a, a bone to pick with you. 
And I just have to follow up on a couple things real quick. The first is, Ricky, if you're listening, <laughs> I agree with you. I'm getting roasted. Yeah. Timo is a Greek god. So much so that I have created this doppelganger Tio for whenever Timo does something wrong. It can't be him because he is perfect and flawless. So that's why Tio exists in my head to to deal with that. Wait, yeah. do you think that's a photo of Tio then? <gasps> is that... Oh my gosh. Why? There's something wrong with That's this photo. That's why the gray filters on there. The worst dressed photo of Timo was actually, actually Tio all along. I got to update the records really quick. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ricky, you were correct. Timo, never the worst dressed. Never. But it was Tio who yeah. didn't wear that suit quite right. No. That's we take why, it back. That's why it, it didn't it didn't feel right. Yeah, but it was super fun. Uh, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. We will have to maybe uh, zoom them into hours at some point. Oh yeah, I would love to have a conversation with them again. But you know something that I want to to highlight at the very end of their episode, they kind of caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much so that I, I like as soon as it ended, I had to call Shannon. <laughs> I don't remember who said it, but someone's pointed out, and I, I need to to mention this to you guys, that we are the only woman-run Devils podcast. That's cool, I, honestly. Like, is that true? Uh, I believe I'm, it. Tweet at us if if we're wrong. Yeah, let I, us know. You know what? There's no facts facts on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna say it right now. We're gonna take the. We're gonna claim this crown. Yes. All right. We are the only female Devils podcast. Yeah, and I'm going to agree with Sarah. That's pretty cool. So that's why this is Hot Girls Hockey. Born in Jersey, our weekly opinions on the devils. Again, there's no facts because we <laughs> analyze by that. If we say it, it's true. Yep. So Allie, mm-hmm. can you start us off with our red carpet report of the week? Girl, I'm so excited for this red carpet report. There were so many outfits posted. Yeah. The carpet was actually red. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's because um, in mm. outside the devil's locker room because their colors are red. They have a red carpet. But we're going to we're going to say it's a real Hollywood red carpet. Yep. Um, but he's not walking on the carpet. <laughs> yeah. What we're looking at is a picture of Eric Halla walking next to a, a carpet that is red. So a I lot bet of the carpet. Sorry. The carpet's definitely for their skates. It is actually. Yeah, yeah you're correct. <laughs> so what we are looking at here is a series of photos, any of which could be the best dressed. Yeah. These are all photos from the Blackhawks game. They have the fun little, this, for whatever reason, these photos are brought to you by GenuCell. Yeah, huh? <laughs> I don't know why the uh-huh. GenuCell logo is in the corner. But we have four gentlemen here. Mm-hmm. And I think we might need to debate it out a little bit. All right. Who oh. the winner is. Okay. Sarah and I are prepared. Okay. Okay. I'm first putting up. my ranking together. Oh, okay. Perfect. All right. First up, we have Eric Halla in this wonderful scarlet suit. Yeah. This is a really, it's a, it's a nice color. It's especially a nice color to see in winter where everything's kind of drab and gray. This just, he's got the gray beanie matching the gray tie. I like it. It's a sharp look. Love it. Love this color. I, yeah. This is a great color. Our next contender. As per usual, <laughs> Brendan Smith always coming through with the JC Penny catalog. Yeah. <laughs> I can't explain. There's just something so cozy and yeah. endearing about his outfits. He embraces 
color, but it's coordinated. It's the elbow pads for me. It's the elbow the patches. Elbow pads. Yeah. He has this cream cardigan with the brown suede elbow patches. Um, and then he's wearing like a simple, it's like a button down underneath, but it has like a slight, I think, pink hue to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like a warm tone. And then his pants have like, the, I think they're navy blue, but they lean a little bit purple. It matches the tie. It's like the beanie is a nice like tan color. It's all these warm earth tones kind of coming together. It just looks very inviting and welcoming. And he's doing that thing he does in every walk-in photo yep. where he gives like a sideways <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> He's just showing you his thumb. He really I is. I love it. He's like, this is my <laughs> fingerprint. <Yep. laughs> uh, He's got his like, happy little smile. It makes me so happy. Yeah. There were other pictures I didn't include in this lineup that I have for you guys. One of him at, I think it was the Canucks game, where he's also just wearing like these bright, warm colors. He looks like a like a, a friendly high school English teacher. Yeah. Yes. But like yes, I was gonna say history, but English works too. Yeah. It's it's the same vibe. But like in a TV show, not like a real English teacher. <laughs> yes. Like a curated TV show English yeah. teacher. Next up, see at first glance, this next one you might not expect to be on this list. I like it. It's, it's the lining for me. Yes, there it is. So but it's yeah. Nate Bastion. He's wearing like a charcoal gray suit, white button down, black tie. It's all good. But he's like, this is like a motion shot. And he's walking, his jacket kind of like flaps open on the right. Caught in the wind. It's caught in the wind. (laughs) And you can see that he has this print on the inside of his jacket. It looks like old black and white photographs. I can't tell who these people are. Oh, when really? you zoom in. Yeah. I swear. Oh, it is. Are they musicians? Like, I thought this was like manga. At first. So it looks like comics. Yeah. Yeah. And then you zoom in, you can see it's like old black and white photos put together it in like is. a collage on the lining. That's neat. I don't recognize it, but I think it's really cool. And I wonder, mm. I would like to know where it came from to figure out like wh- who the people are. We need to ask our fashion correspondent. We do. I'll have to send it to her. And then of course, our fourth is Nico, who surprisingly has not made many appearances on this list. Hmm. Yeah. I know why. Why? He's not wearing the rose beanie. Oh, he's not. In this one. In he, this one. He has been wearing that rose beanie everywhere. Oh, never mind. I see All it. All the time. I am mistaken. Every as soon day. as I scroll to the next photo, I think it's he's like, wearing oh, it. His yeah. security blanket this season. It's <laughs> so cute, though. I'm obsessed with I it. I love that beanie. But I get it, though. I have a hat that I always wear that I'm obsessed with. And if anything ever happened to it, I would cry for days so on the night of the blackhawks game he is wearing the, the classic combination of the the peacoat although this one looks like a more like a a worsted wool i'm not sure with the the charcoal pants the white top the patagonia zip i don't know i just kind of like it though he's not wearing the beanie his hair is back people got all worried that he cut his hair a couple of weeks ago oh. it, it grew back guys hair grows back it's okay <laughs> <laughs> He also, I guess, like shaved or something. People panicked about that, too. Why not? But I don't know. I like this picture. It just kind of looks good. And I realized it's been a while since I put him on the list. So I put him back on the list. And then there's another picture of Nico underneath it. Yeah, immediately followed. Nico. Yes. (laughs) I like this one. This was from the Canucks game. It's like a charcoal, also a charcoal gray suit. No, this is like a heather gray suit. But it has the double-breasted waistcoat underneath. And I just love a waistcoat moment. We don't get to see them often enough. Yeah, it's pretty good. So these are our top four options. Oh, okay. 
Okay. So your options are Eric Holla, Brendan Smith, Nate Bastian, or Nico Heischer times two. I've decided. Okay. Shannon. Eric Holla. All right. It's all scarlet red and he pulls it off. Like that is like, I like second for me is Brendan Smith, but it's just Eric Hall is just pop, pop in the color. It's great. I agree. It's great. Yeah, I totally agree. And the little polka dot tie he's got on with it. Yeah. Really cute. Love it. It's like my favorite color. So I agree with you guys that Eric Hall has the best outfit. However, because this is a dictatorship and not a democracy, (laughs) Nico gets best dressed of the week. (gasps) For the one with the waistcoat, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I could, I can. Wow. Are Damn. we giving any places to anybody else or no? Yeah, we can give a second place to Eric right. Okay. All right, fine. Makes I don't have feel a particularly better. good reason. I just really like preppy outfits. <laughs> and Nico has a lot of really good preppy outfits. And I haven't given him best dress in a very, very, very long time. Yeah, it has been so a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Good texture to the, so to the gray. So I decided before I even made the list and gathered the photos that he was going to be best dressed. And oh my God. It's been even longer since Eric Holla was, but... You know, <laughs> just saying. Well, I do have to say, Brendan Smith has best smile. Absolutely. 100%. I Love need his guy. dentist. All right, Allie, what's this last photo about? Well, of course, we have to have our our, our last place prize. You really? know what I, You know what I realized, actually? Really? When we first started this podcast, I was like, I don't want to give a worse dress. I know. Huh? <laughs> and then somewhere halfway through, and I would call it room for the most improvement. Yeah. And then somewhere halfway through the season, I started trashing probably Jack Hughes outfits and I Curtis think it Lazar's was. jacket. Yeah. And it became a worse dressed award. <laughs> We're going to go back tonight. Okay. We're going to bring it back to the room for the most improvement. Because mm-hmm. this isn't a terrible outfit. No. This is just what I would call a disorganized outfit. Sure. We're looking at a picture of Dawson Mercer. Okay. At the Canucks game. He's wearing a, a green blue beanie with a just kind of, I don't know how to describe this. It's just a black jacket. It's a big black jacket. Yeah. It doesn't have any particular structure to it. It's just a black jacket. But then he like randomly has on these like charcoal gray kind of plaid pants and then a navy blue tie I don't know. Something about it. The elements, they're just not coming together. It's like a soup, but nothing, nothing matches. <laughs> nothing. It's just whatever soup. you had left over, you threw it in there. And on their own, each element is good. But together. I need to push back just a smidge. Oh. When you zoom in on the tie. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's velvet. See, okay. I and can't, I fucking love that. If I, it's velvet, like it's really hard to tell. I can't tell because... There is a similar outfit, not a similar outfit. There's a photo of a different, of Tyler Toffoli where I had the same debate. It, his suit, Tyler Toffoli's suit looks 100% velvet, but in the lighting at the next game where he wore the same suit, it doesn't. It looks more like a a, a brushed wool or okay. even almost like a brushed suede. So I can't tell if it's the lighting or if any of these items are actually velvet. Dang. I'm also going to be 100% honest. I think that Dawson's tie is satin or silk or a silk satin because I don't, I, I think that's more of why it has that sheen. But I also, truthfully, I don't think any of these men are wearing velvet. It's sad. I like a velvet tie. I 100% agree. I want to see it. If someone wears a velvet tie, automatic best dressed. Okay. That's why I was so upset. But now that I'm looking closer, you might be right. I still think he looks good, though. My last little part portion of this segment is actually a follow-up on a prior episode. I think it was episode 10 
where I I gave Timo points for this very cute like emerald green wool sweater that he was wearing yeah. at a signing. <laughs> and I commented that we I couldn't figure out what brand <laughs> the sweater was from. <laughs> Listen. It was just a theory. Okay. <laughs> and we called it Timo's mom sweater. No hate. I don't Only know love. you. <laughs> well, in any case, I follow Timo on Instagram and he posted on his Instagram story. Uh, like he, he reposted from yeah. a brand. It's obviously like a Swiss brand. It's a newer uh, designer. The sweater that he was wearing <laughs> in the episode that we were talking about uh, had like an uh, overlapping L and F logo. And the brand that he shared is Luca Ferreira. So that is obviously where the sweater came from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is when we get the shit talking. In conclusion, Timo, sorry for slandering you. <laughs> Peace and blessings. <laughs> Sarah, what is our weekly update? All right, y'all. Once again, we are still in fifth in the Metropolitan Division. It's not worse. <gasps> It's, it's not, not worse. Sixth? It's not sixth. Whoa. But we, we have been here before as well. Okay. But it's an improvement, I guess, technically. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have 45 points currently. That's 21 wins, 15 losses, and three overtime losses. Uh, we're tied with the Penguins currently. We're not allowed to say that name on this podcast, we're remember? Not. No, no. So we're tied with the redacted team name that I didn't know we were allowed to not say. And I would also just like to take this moment to say, fuck the Islanders for being in third after just losing in overtime a bunch. I'm getting really salty about this. Such lately. a lame strategy. I'm really annoyed with it. Yeah. It's extremely upsetting. The PWHL would never. No. So currently we are not in a wild card spot. Uh, like I said, we are tied with the Penguins at 45 points. The ones who are in the wild card spots at the moment are the Flyers and the Lightning at 48 and 47 points. But I always believe. I I want to hope. I want to believe. I, I Hope springs eternal. But you know what else also springs eternal for the Devils? what injuries that's for sure true and i think we can talk about this more as we get into the games but yeah my fear more than anything else more than goaltending more than coaching my fear is that injuries will be the final nail in the coffin of this season it's starting to seem that way honestly Mm -hmm. let's start off the last game we covered was the Bruins game. And then this episode, we're starting off with the Capitals. Yes. This was the first game of 2024. Wow. Uh, and like you said, injuries abundant. Timo and Palat are out this game. No. Not anything, you know, too shocking. I'm crying. But they called up Graham Clark for this game. They also called up his brother on a different team the same day. Oh, yeah. And so for the Clark brothers. Yeah. The other guy did get to play, but Graham Clark didn't. Rip. Um, Because I think Jack was maybe sick in the beginning of the day and then decided I'm going to play anyway. So he didn't get to play. The day quill started kicking in. The stream that I was watching for this game was so choppy. It was missing every five frames. I thought I was going to have a stroke. I couldn't stand it. No. Um, but Nico scored early, scored the first goal of the game. Usually a bad sign. Yes. <laughs> Usually a very, very bad sign. That is a trap. That is a trap. <laughs> but it actually wasn't. Uh, but on the power play, not too long after that, Luke 
or Nico scored. Uh, I wrote, it looked like Luke, but they gave it to Nico. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. At this point, they were still the best in the league on the power play. Shocking. Unbelievably. I don't even know how to believe that. Don't understand how we have this stat. Like, why is this the stat we're holding on to? I don't know. Well, (laughs) I think I hate to break it to you. We do not anymore. But yeah, then they showed this really cute shot of Nico looking really (laughs) upset. Like his tummy hurts there. (laughs) You can tell. They were winning, though. They were winning. I know. But (laughs) that's still the face that he made. He's like sitting on the bed. He looks despondent. Yeah. This is the face. (laughs) I love this image. When you're at war. Yeah. Oh my god! And this game was the day before his birthday too. So you, I get it. Like I don't know. I mean, yeah, same. I get it. Not a fan of that, but like maybe he's a birthday crier. I'm a birthday crier. I'm not a birthday crier, but I just I don't love it. Yeah. Um, I just ignore my. I don't know how old I am. <laughs> That's a problem because I only remember my age by asking you how old you are. And then I just know like where in the year we are. Oh, one of these days you guys are going to keep, you're going to lose track of this. We're going to be in a nursing home yeah. someday. One of, one of us, we're both going to have a little bit of dementia. I'm going to be making up all your memories. We're, you're going to be making up our age. <laughs> We're, gonna be We're like, still 72. <laughs> really like 94. Damn. Oh, don't make me live that long. <laughs> I don't know how to transition from that. It's a beautiful photo. <laughs> it's a beautiful Thank photo you for of including him. it. And you, I don't know, you'd think he would be a little bit less upset the day before his birthday. <laughs> with um, two goals, especially, right? Especially, yeah, with two goals. And hat I, trick watch. I wanted him to have a hat trick for his birthday. Real bad. But every time that I hope someone gets a hat trick, Doesn't they never happen. do. Capital scored in a power play with a little over a minute left in the first period, but it's okay. It's just still up. I classic wanna. Devils giving up yep. that late first period goal. Mm-hmm. You really want to go into that locker room before the second period feeling just a little bit defeated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it somehow works for them. <laughs> and you know what helps is that Washington at this time was actually the worst in the league at power play goals <laughs> and still somehow did it. Congratulations. <laughs> I just almost spit out my revenge goal drink. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wrote, Ding, ding. I guess there were some crazy shots by the Capitals that like hit the post and like barely didn't go in with seconds left in the first. I guess they were trying to not be quite so sad going back into the locker room. And then Dawson Mercer scored. It sounds like they were the Devils were keeping up the pressure. But they they were. were It's pretty good. And and that's that was really helpful, obviously, because we have been kind of keeping at pace with the Capitals for a lot throughout this season. So this was a crucial game, I think, to take both points. Yeah. First game of the season. Um, playing a team that, for whatever reason, had bamboozled them yep. in their prior meetings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good morale booster to come out strong against them. But then the Capitals scored again. I wrote, meh, I don't know. I'm not worried for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Don't know why. Followed immediately by. And then, uh, fuck, they tie it up with less than a minute in the second. <laughs> Damn <laughs> Late period goal. Classic. Yep. Every time. Gotta go into the third period with your blood pressure high. So what did they do in the third period to like turn this around to end it out strong? So how did they? How did they recover? I don't know. They kind of, based on what I said here, they kind of sloppily were able to That's the way recover to do it. a bit of a lead. 
not a sloppy yeah. PB and J, but <laughs> we have a, a sloppy Mercer and McLeod sandwich, oh. whatever you'd call that. I feel like that's like, I don't know, but I feel like marshmallow fluff is in it. Yeah. I think that's the Mercer component. That makes component. sense with the... Or McLeod His is hair is very fluffy, you know? One of them is marshmallow fluff. Yeah. The other one, Nutella? Okay. Okay. I'll allow it. I was thinking deli meats, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I don't know, the two M's. PB and J. <laughs> no, not on the PB and J. They're their whole own sandwich. Oh, this fair is enough. a separate yeah. sandwich. That's fair enough. Separate sandwich. Yeah, I wrote. No, the, on the PB and J, I, I agree. Fluff and Nutella. Okay, but if they're, if they're sloppy, 100% they have marshmallow fluff in it because that is like the stickiest, sloppiest yeah. ingredient you can have it's in a sandwich. It's a disaster. I had fluff. I know. And peanut butter and You and were peanut a butter fluff or nutter person. <laughs> for lunch, one year in elementary school, straight. I remember. Because I was allowed wow. to make my lunch. And that's what <laughs> that's I made what for picked. lunch <laughs> every day. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I made that once for I lunch for can't myself. I can't eat it anymore. And having to like stick the knife into the sticky <laughs> marshmallow fluff jar... I was immediately like, never again. Ruined you. Never again. Yep. Anyway, so what was this Sorry. Michael McLeod Mercer sloppiness? So I have McLeod scored a backhand goal while falling. That's okay. Pretty cool. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. Damn. Um, Commitment. Mercer then scored, and I, I said, it was a mess getting there, but they did it. They were just <laughs> apparently missing passes left and right, like assuming someone was there who wasn't, or just completely being out of reach. And they kept mentioning the Hughes's. About that particularly missing oh. passes and stuff. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Well, put a pin in that. It comes back into relevance. Oh. Yeah, during the last game that we're <laughs> going to talk on about in this podcast. <laughs> and then to end it, McLeod scored again. Wait, so, so is that a McLeod hat trick? No, it was not. Oh, I'm bad at math. Nah, that's only two for him. But I want to say it was it was two for everybody that day. It was two for Nico, two for Mercer, Dang. two for McLeod. Wow. Yeah. But no birthday hat trick for Nico. Damn. But hey, at least it was a 6-3 win for once. Yeah. I'll take it. Um, what is this last note in your commentary here? I'm concerned by this. <laughs> they called a penalty on Brendan Smith <laughs> with literally eight seconds left in this game, which is just the silliest, pettiest shit I have ever seen. <laughs> what is the point? I don't know. Are they the going to start the next game on the power play or something? <laughs> the What's the time? point? <laughs> You know what? One time, like, like like the next time they meet each other, the Capitals have a power play. Yeah. One time I was at a baseball game. It was like a Somerset Patriots game. I don't even remember who they were playing. I think they were playing like the Phillies um, AAA team. Okay. And <laughs> it got rained out in the last inning. And so then they literally scheduled it so that the next time they played each other, they had to play the final inning of that game. Oh, really? And then wow. start over. Wow. With their next actual game. <laughs> That's funny. So I don't know. Maybe they'll do that. <laughs> but that was her first game of 2024. Yay. Woo-hoo. So what happened during our second game of 2024? <laughs> this was a very important game. This was actually the most important game of the season. This was actually the what? devil's most important game in human history. Do you want to know why? Oh, y- yes. This was a fact. This was. This is a fact. This is a fact. Whoa. This is a fact. I'm bringing 
Back. I just up. threw my cable I'm across the floor facts into this podcast, I'm gonna, Shannon. I'm going to spill this drink on your carpet. What are we talking uh, about? I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm sorry, I'm being dramatic. Um, <laughs> this was the first ever hockey game that my sister watched. Oh, yeah. Her entire life. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I'm so glad. Also, she did. put a pin in that because we're going to talk about a little bit more about that All later right. for Hell a special yeah. reason. Okay. We're getting into the gameplay. Um, I watched this game. Uh, we yeah, we sure did. We, we, we were, were we were together. We, were, we watched we this were. game, and I remember absolutely nothing except for <laughs> one word. What was the word? Well, two words. Oh, yep. Fights, 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 fights. Everybody fights, 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 fights. Everybody. I like that. Honestly, this is all I remember about the game. Yeah, because this was an important day in my family household. VTech was in net for this game. I know that because every single time the commentator said VTech, my sister went, oh, VTech. I went there <laughs> because she went to Virginia Tech That's for school. Hilarious. And she thought they were talking about VTech, the school. Uh, but yeah, no, Shannon, you're right. I mean, there are plenty of things we could talk about in this game, but realistically speaking, what everyone remembers is that it was a really aggressive physical game. And beyond a lot of that started when Brendan Smith hit Connor Bedard. Yep. Who, I like what you said. What though. did I say? You're missing the he, he, he. <laughs> Would you read this out in full for me? Brendan Smith hits Bedard. He, he, he. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad about the he 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 now knowing that he broke his jaw. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. No. So Holy they were like, shit. where were they? I think Bedard was carrying the puck in wow. to the offensive zone for him. I don't really remember. I think so. And uh, Brandon Smith just checked him. Yeah. It was, it was an aggressive check. Connor Bedard, much like Jack Hughes and Luke Hughes, has a little bit of like frail victorian boy energy yeah yeah he's right there with them um <laughs> and he uh, the, the hit hit him hard and he did kind of get like clipped in the jaw <sighs> and he immediately grabbed his face and went running off and you could tell he was hurting oh my gosh and yeah it turns out that his jaw was fractured which i oh so he shit. has a mandible fracture and he did actually have to undergo surgery i don't know if they plated it or if they potentially even had to like wire him shut those are like kind of two of your main options but either way he'll be out for a good amount of time while that heals injuries man damn left and right he might be like zach efron though what happened to zach efron zach efron okay we're gonna derail so zach efron i have no idea i don't either (laughs) have you okay remember like zach efron babyface zach efron high school musical have you seen a recent photo of him yes where he has like this jacked jawline It's strange yeah of course he swears that this happened because he fell and fractured his mandible and then when it healed like bones can sometimes like hypertrophy when they heal and Uh so like his jaw became more prominent okay i have speculations on this but no. we don't have time to get into this in this podcast Interesting. Yeah. but my point is Connor Bedard might come back from this with like 
a chiseled jawline. I think he probably looking will. Looking a little bit less like a frail Victorian. Yeah. This Interesting. Might, this might be the, huh. the, the moment. This might be um, a, what's the word I'm looking for? A coming of age moment for him. Yeah. He might come yeah. back. This is his a changed uh, Princess Mia. This is unveiling. his Princess Mia moment. <laughs> they'll like, he'll come out on the ice. Yeah. And they'll like pull the old photos of him aside and you'll see <laughs> <laughs> instead of frail, sickly Victorian Bedard, uh. you'll see strong crimson chin Bedard. <laughs> if this seriously happens in, uh. in this in this jawline, it's like fucking damn this is his becoming I, yeah i sarah can you do that can you make two old photoshop like oh yeah i'll help animate like whatever we gotta oh, no, do to do recreate that. this absolutely <laughs> it'd be so fucking funny oh my gosh for obvious reasons <laughs> this turned the tides of the game yes. because Connor bedard has been having a rough go of it this first season i mean he's not that he, he's been playing well but like right just the wacky things seem to keep happening to and around him yeah and his teammates were none too pleased with Brendan Smith um, understandable roughing him up and yeah. there were the you know ensuing debates on whether or not it was a clean hit and I think it was it was I, yeah. I say every time I don't care if it's a clean hit if it's my favorite player it makes me sad so I totally understand why the <laughs> yeah. Connor Bedard fans didn't like this totally. I get it yep I feel you it became a really aggressive game at one point <laughs> I just have a note that says Nico down the tunnel I'm gonna kill myself yep <laughs> because he seems to keep getting hit and this hit if I remember yeah um, so Connor Murphy checked him into the boards but it was like one of those hits where he was oh. Kind of yeah. too far from the boards to be checked into the boards. Yes. And then you fall awkward into the board ah. in the worst way. I yep. swear, every time he does that, he get a con- he gets a concussion. Mm-hmm. Oh. It stresses me out. Anytime I see someone who has had a concussion take a, a hit like that, it gives me palpitations. And it led to kind of just a little bit of like messiness ending in the first period. Chicago came out very strong in the second. They had multiple like quick, fast, back-to-back shots on goal. And that was putting a lot of pressure on VTech. And you know, like in those moments, sometimes he can be really strong and he mm-hmm. seems to like zone in and yeah. just like ping pong back and forth. And other times it rattles him and he like crumbles like a house of cards. This time, I don't know what exactly happened, but VTech had to be bailed out by John Marino when he was just too far out of net. Marino had to I remember this slide in there, deflect a, a puck, a shot from Chicago that was like basically on an open net. Yeah. Marino played goalie for a little bit. And every time that happens, sometimes that just does happen. And you like you need your defense to support you if your goalie yeah. gets like tied up a little bit at one side of the net. But it was just mm. I don't know. Another one of those moments where I'm like, Vitek, that wasn't the best play. That wasn't yeah. the best option. I'm reading there, your one note. Proceeded to, again, just be further chaos. Nico came back. Bastion got into a fight. Smith went over to Chicago's bench and like an English teacher started lecturing them. (laughs) It was hysterical. This game would have been an incredible game to mic up the players. I need to know what they were saying. Yes. Everyone was chirping. I I want to know so bad. But when I tell you Brendan Smith was standing at the Chicago bench, <laughs> lecturing them. <laughs> like, he might as well have been wagging his finger at them. Like, Maybe his thumb. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen my thumbprint? <laughs> have you seen it? <laughs> Immediately after lecturing their bench on the very next play, Smith decides, you know what? I got my first goal. Time to go back to the shenanigans. Yeah. Drops his gloves. Starts a fight. <laughs> Love it. After This, I think, came after Jack was hit. Yeah, um, he was checked. 
Mm. And I then, forget who by who, but yeah. And then a little bit of like a, a, a scuffle started against <laughs> Jack after he, I think Jack got checked huh? and then Chicago started a fight with him for being checked. How dare he? It was, it was chaos. As you said, it was chaos. There was just so much in these fights. It was one of those games where you were just hoping a hockey game was going to break out in the middle of the brawl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and at some point it did. Holtz ties it up, though. You got it. What I can only describe as sexy passing. Mm. I love this note. What? <laughs> because <laughs> how you describe it, I think is great. It was beautiful. I can't. You know what? I didn't even know who made the passes. I think it it doesn't matter. I it was just remember. sexy. Holtz was there. <laughs> Holtz was there. I was distracted. Yep. <laughs> but despite that, I I feel the need to comment again oh, no. on something frustrating. By the end of the second period, they had they were 0 for 4 on the power play. They had four with all this chaos, obviously yeah. there were penalties being handed out left yeah. and right. Four power play opportunities. Not a single goal. I think by the end of the game, there was actually a fifth power play opportunity also without a goal. And part of that, going back to the sexy passing, (laughs) the the sexy passing is fun. But at the end of it, you have to shoot the fucking puck. It does matter. Yeah. And they kind of went back to this thing where they were just passing beautifully but weren't shooting the puck. <laughs> What's the point? What is the point? Yeah. We're wait. I don't get it. So, so and speaking of power plays, that fifth power play I was telling you about, mm-hmm. they go to the this, this power play. They keep the puck in the offensive zone literally the whole time. They have some sexy passing the whole time <laughs> and they just don't shoot on many opportunities because it's it's that same thing over and over again where it's like they're waiting for the perfect lane which i get because turnovers have been a problem for them yeah but they spend this entire power play in the offensive zone don't score because they're just passing 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 not really seeming to shoot on goal and then the blackhawks immediately score a shorty as soon as they gain possession and I feel like that's like if you were if you're scared to shoot because you're scared that the Blackhawks are going to gain possession on the rebound. It didn't matter anyway, because you were just passing the whole time and the Blackhawks still got possession and they still scored a shorty. Yep. Something that I think is absolutely coconuts bananas is in the second period. <laughs> coconuts bananas. Coconuts bananas. It's I like coconuts. It's not bananas. Combo. I like it. Okay. It's coconuts bananas. Yeah. That's the name of the shoe color that I'm looking at. That is going to be a flavor of revenge go. Oh, I like it. Bananas. That's a good okay. flavor. <laughs> there were, you know, there's only 20 minutes in a hockey period. Yeah. And yet they found time for 13 penalties in the second period. Ew. Some of them I think were served concurrently. Um, so it because because 13 times two would add up to 26 minutes. <laughs> but there were 26 oh minutes of penalty time. Yikes. In a Whoa. 20 minute period. <laughs> yeah. That uh, doesn't add up. Like what? What is going on? <laughs> that is an insane amount of penalties. Just um, for a whole game, let alone I, a one yeah. period. In any case, this is one of those games. The Devils won four two, but they won in spite of their goaltending. In oh. spite of themselves, in spite of the fights, and in spite of their goaltending. Oh, the yeah. Blackhawks only scored two goals, but I think many other teams would have scored many more. Yeah. I get what you're saying. There was one moment where Vitek 
came halfway out to the blue line. And not that a goalie can't come out of net. Obviously, that is a play you can do halfway sometimes. Halfway out. He was halfway out of the blue. So much so that for a moment, I was like, maybe he just doesn't want to play goalie. <laughs> like, maybe they need maybe to put him out there. Maybe that's the problem, honestly. Maybe VTech is meant to be a center. Yeah. A wing. Yeah. I don't know. But man I just did see not want to stay in net. <laughs> You're right. We'll put Marino in there. Straight places. Yeah. And you could title... <clears throat> His his memoir for this game could be titled "Vtech and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Rebounds." Because mm. there were so many moments where he, he maybe saved the shot, yeah, but then gave up a terrible, terrible rebound. It's starting to hurt. It's starting to hurt my heart. Something that really hurt my heart is the next game because <laughs> right at the top, you know what was great about this game? I did not have to watch it. Oh. I was at work. Lucky you. Uh, right at the top. Uh, I know I know you have a list, Allie. I have a list? Yeah, but I, I, I just said, what the fuck is going on in this game? Yeah. We have nobody. This, this is the beginning of the so many injuries. I'm like, how do we have no men on the ice right now? As opposed to too many men on the ice? The Devils officially have <laughs> no men on yeah. the ice. Maybe I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> Sarah was like, I'm sick of there being too many There's men. Too many of you. And the devils were like, I, I, we're we, gonna get rid of a couple men. We that's need not to, what I meant, guys. Rebalance mm. this because Timo's out again. Now Jack is out again. Sigathaler breaks his foot in this game. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yes, from like a, a a hit from a puck going more than 100 miles an hour. <laughs> wow. And like just yikes, directly striking his foot. That's how it broke. That sounds so painful. Terrible. Uh, the beginning of this was really interesting because there were the first two Canucks goals. The first one we challenged and we won. Oh, and this won. was supposed to... Sorry. Okay. I, I derailed you. I apologize so much. Okay. Yeah. This was supposed to be another Hughes Bowl. Yeah. A Hughes Olympics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it was a Twos Bowl. A Twos Bowl. We, oh, we had two of the Hughes. That's better than what I wrote. I wrote two out of three ain't bad joke again. <laughs> <laughs> so getting right into the gameplay, the first two Canucks goals... Well, the first one was challenged and we won, which I agreed. I believe it was for goalie interference. It was kind of ridiculous that it was even called as a goal on the ice in the first place. And then the second one, I don't know if you remember this, Sarah. I was fucking pissed because this one should have been challenged, but it it, it just should have been challenged because I believe if it was, they would have taken it away. Hmm. There was uh, two goals by the Canucks in minutes. And I just felt like, we're falling apart, but I still believe in you, Dawes. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just have this blind faith yeah. in our team. Always. I know. I feel like in this moment of, yeah. of like woes, for some reason I have built up Nico Dawes as a life raft in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Same. <laughs> and I don't know if that faith is earned yet. Like, I don't know if it's, I don't know if that, that hope is misplaced. Yeah. But I just need something to hold on to. I'm desperate yeah. for anything at this point. And, and this was cool. We got to see Connor Miller's first goal New, this Co- season. I mean, Colin. Colin. Connor. Nope. Colin. Did I say Colin? No, it, Colin no, it is, is Colin. His name. Oh, it is Colin. You said Connor. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> I'm going back. N- no, I leave it. It's a new team member. Yep. For All your right. roster. Connor Miller. Sorry, Connor Miller. <laughs> <laughs> I've, it's tough because we didn't win this game, right? No. 
I love the amnesia. You blocked it out so bad yeah. that you were like, I, I don't even, because my notes are so hopeful. I just had so much hope. You are like, an optimistic person. This, yeah. this game, we're down, but the whole time I felt like Nico Dawes was like still battling. Mm. He just still had major saves, even though things got by. I was just happy to see him not give up. And Hala gave us some serious hope. Uh, oh, no, no, no. It says, hula. <laughs> I know what it says. <laughs> In fact, it says, hula woo. <laughs> hula woo. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's everything. I love hula woo. <laughs> hula woo is going to be another flavor of revenge I think goal. It has to. It's going to be the fruit punch flavor. Yeah. <laughs> Well, everything becomes sad anyway, because seconds later, it was... Wait, what was Hula Woo? He scored a goal! Yay! <laughs> and then we were like, I think we were like one goal away from tying it up, so... No, you said we're 4-2. We're two. No, two goals no, no. away. No, no, no. We, oh, they, we they were got... one goal away, oh. but then seconds, seconds later, the Canucks scored again, and it was just a killer. Because then yeah. we were back to 4-2. It was just mm. devastating. Mm. So, but yeah, I was just frustrated because I felt like Dawes made so many incredible saves, but there were too many holes in our defense, leaving a lot on Dawes' plate. But I, it's everything. It's just nothing. There's just that, too many holes. There's too many holes mm-hmm. in the cheese. The sandwich is missing too many ingredients. Uh, the chef is. is- <laughs> Is I don't even know how to describe <laughs> what is the chef. Where, where is the chef? Where is the chef? Not sure. <laughs> and the meal, it's coming out messy. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not being cooked. I think that is it. Yeah, it's just not being it's cooked. Just, it's, it's just, just not cooking. Yeah, yeah, they're raw ingredients and they're not cooking. So this game, just everything felt like, even though I was talking about there was too much on Dawes' plate. Everything was a mess. The plays. The offense, the defense, the injuries, the lines. and just don't even understand what's happening anymore. I would like to... So obviously the Devils lost this game on an empty, with an empty net. Yes. Goal two, which is sad. Unfortunately. I just have to really sit, quickly say I'm just fucking pissed. This, I feel like, has happened to us like four times now. And it was very significant where there was a... F- penalty on Luke Hughes right at the end tripping not called watch the replay super obvious but they just they were like no and Bill said this again he was like you're influencing the game by swallowing your whistle on an obvious penalty yeah and poetry was, Bill poetry yes <laughs> and I was just so so frustrated because we could have used it they'll call one on Brendan Smith with eight seconds left though <laughs> I know that's what I mean. That? I'm just like, it's just... Uh, <sighs> I would like to, Sarah, can we read some of your notes? One of the things I love about sure. this podcast is that sometimes <laughs> we take notes and then we'll go back and like analyze them, condense them into, you know, uh, whatever we want. Thoughts, you know. Sentences Other sometimes. times we just, especially when the games are like going down the toilet quickly, yeah. <laughs> we kind of just end up with like these wonderful stream of conscious reactions. Yeah. And Sarah, I feel like you always write some of the funniest 
stream of conscious, just like line by line bullet yeah. points, and we don't always get to enjoy them. I, I do would it like for to, y'all. I yeah. would like to read some of them. Yeah. So the thing I noticed before this game was when Amanda tweeted the lines for this game, and shit was just all over the place in this. So I wrote lines are wacky because there were so many people who were out. So they brought Mercer to the center and they put Nate Bastion on the second line, which was incredible to me. <laughs> Nate Bastion, second line I wing. I absolutely love that. But it's <laughs> Nate Bastion, second line winger, LOL. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, Great note. but also Brendan Smith forward and then the emoji with the star, star eyes. <laughs> Because I love it. I love when they put him out as a forward. It's great. They should have been real bold and done a Brendan Smith second line. Put him on the second line, too. Yeah. (laughs) You cowards. Do it. (laughs) Nothing matters anymore. Just start doing shit. Why not? Just have some fun. Fuck it. Before uh, Siegenthaler broke his foot in this game, they called a penalty on him for something. I don't remember what. Then I wrote, they shouldn't be allowed to give a penalty to the one guy of Asian descent on API Heritage Night. (laughs) I don't think that should be allowed. That's a hate crime. Yeah. I just don't think it should be allowed. Stephen Baller did nothing wrong. No. You let him out of jail. And then you broke his foot. And then you broke his foot. Rude. This is how you this is how you celebrate him. Poor Siegenthaler. Lame. <laughs> yeah, poor Siegenthaler. <laughs> and then as they're scoring, I just write like brief little bits of like who scored. When Eric Halla scored, I wrote in all caps, Eric Halla, my guy. And then, <laughs> damn, I spoke too soon. <laughs> so uh, 11 seconds later, however many seconds later, such fucking bullshit. Yeah. So mad. And then I ended my notes with this. <laughs> and I'm, I'm still so mad because... He scored, and then they took it away from him. Uh, yes. But I wrote, again, in all caps, Brendan fucking Smith. I spelled fucking wrong, but whatever. And then on the next line, it's just a capital A. <laughs> just the letter A. Just the letter A. That's it. <laughs> that was the moment you typed the letter A, and then we're like, and you know what? Up. No more. Nope. No more. Turn the game up. We've seen enough. That's how I feel about this game. 6-3. <laughs> this was another 6-3 loss, right? Or is it 6-2? No. It was a 6-4 six, 6-4, four six, four. okay. All right. All right. So, well, you know, not the 6-3 curse. A little different. Yeah. Not a little one, harder. Yeah. yeah. One goal harder. One goal harder. <laughs> <laughs> one goal desired. <laughs> they had a nice little break after this. A little yeah. four-day weekend. Mm-hmm. Maybe even a five. It was a while. Honestly, too much time. They had to shake off the cobways. They did. Yeah. Against the Tampa Bay Lightning. <sighs> I think the first thing that needs to be commented upon is... Like you were saying, Shannon, the number of injuries and the players who were out on injury. Yeah. Jack is out. Siegenthaler mm-hmm. broke his foot. Timo is out with his medium body injury. Mm-hmm. Dougie's obviously still out. Palat out. Mm-hmm. No check. Maybe coming back soon. Okay. Maybe, but okay. still out. So that meant, again, the lines were wacky. We had the return of the Holler Heesher. Mercer line. Holler. Oh, I know. I was just going to keep going. That's fine. We can keep going. <laughs> it's hard because he sure and Mercer yeah. both end in R's. And just, so Hala wants to end in an R. Just cut that entirely. It's the Holler line. We'll leave it's Holler. Ho- leave Holler. Yeah. Hula. Just go right back. Yeah, Sorry. Hula. It, it was Hula, he yeah. sure, and Mercer. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do like as a line. And yeah. I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe they can, maybe they can yeah. do a little, a little something, something. And then we started off right out the gate with a a a really not so sexy brendan smith turnover yeah Yeah. with a a a lightning goal that 
thankfully only got taken away because of goalie interference. Yes. Take it though. I was fortunate. Yeah. And then you know what happened? No. The thing that, <laughs> that happens that curses the devils. They took the first goal. They did. Fuck. Dawson Mercer scored this beautiful little ping pong goal. He shot and it bounced off the lightning into the net. I love when that happens. Yeah. I love when you do like a little, your own little rebound mm-hmm. into the net. But I, I knew in that moment the devils were going to lose. It was a curse. Yeah. What happened? What happened is I don't know who's on the team anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who this player is, but I, I just saw them come out the back of the jersey was like Bowers I was like who the fuck is Bowers I have no idea (laughs) they might have played well I I don't even know I was just like this is half an who is everybody it's half an AHL team out there genuinely yeah I've Mm -hmm. never heard of this guy before Max Wilman came back nice to see you brother yeah yeah (laughs) I was like okay let's fucking go so while the half devils half Utica team was trying to figure out their chemistry Glenn Denning tied it up with a strong redirect. I have to mention this goal because I love saying the name Glenn Denning. It's good. Yeah. It's a good day. It's, it's a fun name to say. Unfortunately, I have to say it multiple times because yeah. Glenn Denning also took the next goal for the lightning. <laughs> and it was a shorty. And this was, we gotta talk about this one. Because remember when I said earlier in the podcast to put a pin in it? Yep. Yes. Taking the pin out. Right. We're taking a pin out of that comment Sarah <laughs> made that um, commentators were noting that the Hughes brothers seem to be losing control of the puck. Yes. So Devils are on a power play. Luke is bringing the puck out of the defensive zone and he just loses it. Sometimes you just trip. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you just lose it. Happens. I don't know. But Glendening, like, like lightning. Yeah. Shoots in there. <sighs> Damn. And scores a shorty. I'm so mad you made that and like metaphor. A simile. A simile. Thank you. <laughs> so makes me mad. It's accurate. Yeah, it was good. Oh, it hurt my heart. And I kind of just really wanted VTech to save that first goal. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think you can focus on a Luke loss of fuck, but like sometimes that kind of just happens. And it would be real nice to have a goalie we could rely on as a last mm-hmm. line of defense to catch those when those just like little trip ups happen. I made a note. This game started making me question if Nico had a large enough sponge to absorb all the sadness. Fucking sponge. <laughs> because you could just see how upset Luke was. VTech yeah. was it just emotions were high yeah, no one seemed happy and I was like there's not enough Nico for what's happening right now <laughs> there wasn't because it just kind of <sighs> someone got worse someone's gotta ring him out <laughs> yeah <laughs> the fuck <laughs> yeah at this point in the game it was 3-1 and I just said I didn't want to watch anymore yeah. But then, then we had some crazy <laughs> shit going on. No, I wrote the wrong thing because we don't know who scored. Yeah, there was. Okay, Nobody so, knows. you know, the Devils weren't out of the game. They were they were still putting up an effort. And there was this <laughs> lovely moment where everyone put up some effort for a goal. There, It was yeah. the only way I can describe this is a pinball machine goal. Brad, mm-hmm. Luke, McLeod were all in front of the net pinballing the puck back and forth. They score. I'm going to be honest. I don't. I don't 
but I don't know claimed who they the credit gold. it to. I think they credit it to McLeod, but then I saw also the devil's tweeting Brad goal. Yeah. Yeah. So in any case, I, I think the lightning scored this goal for them. Fully. <laughs> it looks like they kicked it in. Nobody knows. But you know what happened? You know what did happen after that? What happened? What happened? This was Nate Bastion's 200th game. It sure was. The NHL. And he started off with a little he shit-eating grin yep. and, a, and a fight. Uh-huh. A little tussle, as you expect. But then he scored his second goal in the season <laughs> in his 200th game. Now, and this was a beautiful goal. It was scream that I scrimped. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big bass breakaway. Yeah. Just him and the goalie. King shit. Yeah. <laughs> Until yeah. you realize that it's his second goal. Yeah. And it's January. <laughs> oh, I don't want to take... Uh, the excitement away from him boy but it's january January. (laughs) brother you're not Uh, brendan smith well maybe he's trying to have the new brendan smith position right because brendan smith took the michael or the the miles wood miles wood yeah brendan smith took the miles wood position so so now he's taking the old brendan smith position (laughs) we we only need one (laughs) yeah but i thought it was funny i like We just watched this game and I already have so little to say about it because it just like makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> just end it then. Let's just get it done. That's okay. I had hope. We tied it. We went to OT. Well, before well, they that's went to OT. McLeod scored and then they took that back. Yeah. That's yes. why we went to yes. OT. Yes. Mm-hmm. To add to the heartbreak of this game, the Devils did stay in it. They did put up a fight. And I think that's relevant because a lot of people seeing the lineup of like half the Devils half Utica basically a lot of yeah. people were not going into this game with very high expectations and I think some people just kind of wanted them to hold their own I mm-hmm. am forever an optimist and wanted them to I do their to best win. oh yeah oh yeah oh, why wouldn't you want that and they almost did they took the lead 4-3 when Michael McLeod scored a third period goal but it was offsides it was so so close. They went back to being tied and maybe could have made a little bit of a comeback, but then they had a late period power kill. So there was just really not enough time. And in OT, they took a point because they went to OT. Yeah. Yeah. We got a point. I, I would prefer strategy. the lightning Two scored. Yeah. And VTech, my heart was breaking. You could just see the moment he like gave up. Lightning scored. The light left his eyes yeah. and he just very sadly went straight off the ice. Yeah. I wanted to give him a hug. Not to kick him while he's down because <laughs> I, mean, I feel I feel for him. Yeah, we love you, Vitek, but his save percentage for this game was 80%. The it's lightning lower and lower. only had 20 shots on goal. They made four of them. One fifth of them went in. Yeah. The devils outshot them by 10. They had 30 shots on goal. One tenth of theirs went in. I hate to say that I think we do have a bit of a goalie problem. No. I'm in denial. You are just you're deep in denial. I absolutely. accepted this week, weeks ago. I think I'm I finally know. accepting it. I don't like it, but. I'm going to remain in denial. I like being in denial. I have additional good... denial. Oh, okay. If you were like me on the John Gibson bandwagon, he's now injured. Sad. Injuries, man. These injuries. The Ducks are going through it right now. Yeah. Losing Jamie Drysdale. Trevor Zegras shatter, shatters. Oh, my God. Shatters his ankle. Gibson is on injury now. Things are rough not out there. 
Yeah. It's rough out there Great. to be a hockey fan. I believe we're two, two, two wins, two losses. What are we talking about loss? this? Embracing the Islander strategy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Coming for you. Maybe we, yeah. we'll oh, somehow man. get to third. You don't doing have to that. win. You just have to not lose. Yep. <sighs> Shannon, give me something to reward something to celebrate i think we we need need some fun something fun so we're gonna move on over into the skrakoffle awards because this is where we give academy awards to the most cinematic fights of the week there was a lot of good stuff this week (laughs) i mean too many tasty morsels so (laughs) the first thing i gotta say is uh for a team that i would normally say doesn't like get into fights we have a lot of fighters and I thought it was kind of funny. I just thought to myself, hmm, we have a lot of defensemen, but not defense men. Okay. I see you not getting my joke. I'm it's trying fine. to. I don't get <laughs> like, it. We have a lot of guys that are good at defending when we get hit or like people get checked and they're like, no, 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 no. And Do they'll we? go fight the other team. I thought we did. I, I thought we were showing much better aggression this more season. More than they used to. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I agree with you. More than yeah. they used to. I think we're we're getting better because I remember last season, I would comment all the time. I'm like, stop beating up Jack Hughes yes. and Nico. And yes. I was like, I hate seeing yeah, this, but I, feel, I like, feel like it's getting better. Yeah, we have more defenders. So I have to start with the Black Soft game because there were so many fights, but there, there was two main scuffles I want to talk about. And the first one is the Brendan Smith fight. So if you watch closely, you could see Nick Foligno has a conversation with Brendan Smith at the puck drop. And before the puck drops, you could see them talking. And right after the puck drops, they just immediately drop gloves and start punching each other. But that conversation was so interesting because it didn't look like they were shit talking each other. They weren't angry. It was more like, as Sarah said this to me, it felt like an old timey duel. And Nick Foligno just said, I got to fight you, you know? And Brendan Smith is like, I accept your challenge. <laughs> Nick Foligno's like, I have to defend Connor Bedard's honor. Uh-huh. Yes. And they went at it. They just, as soon as the puck dropped, just gloves off. They didn't care about the play. Nothing mattered. And the refs let this play out for minutes. It was so long. I have to say, Nick got in more hits on Brendan Smith. But I have to give a lot of credit to Brendan Smith for just not going down and not going down to the ice. I was actually impressed how many times he got hit and didn't go down. And this fight did not end because it was broken up. It ended because they got tired and they couldn't really (laughs) hit each other anymore. And they were just kind of holding on to their jerseys, which I was like, what is happening? And then there was an immediate follow up. I believe this whole skirkuffle happened as a result from Jack Hughes getting checked. Weird way for a fight to start. Yeah, but I've just never saw this much fighting in a game this season. It was everybody all at once. And to quote Allie, is that the penalty box or the bench? There was so many people. There was literally one moment where the camera panned across like a bunch of players sitting next to each other. I genuinely didn't know if it was the bench or the penalty box. Yeah. yeah. And this was the, the main fight was Bastion versus Velasic. But then Mercer got involved. He threw himself in there. Nemitz got involved. And I'm like, what is happening? And I love Holtz because he's just standing there watching. He's like, I'm not getting involved. It's fine. <laughs> But this scuffle in particular was just 
it felt like the whole team was starting to square off with each other and the refs kind of pushed the other players back. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. But it was Bastion and Vlasic really got into it. Pickle man. Mercer just threw himself on the back of one of the Blackhawks players that was going to team up against Bastion and took him right down to the ice. That's, and they just started hitting each other, even though they're both laying down and they couldn't really get at that's it. Some WWE shit. Literally. <laughs> I, I think my favorite part was Nemitz throwing himself in there because he didn't yeah. need to be involved in the fight, but he just skated over and just slammed one of the guys. It was like, no, I'm involved. I'm a fighter. <laughs> I love I that like, for him. Okay. And then lastly, we I just had to note this other scuffle during the Tampa Bay game. There was a lightning player that shoved VTech. Not cool. And I was so proud of VTech. He shoved back. But that immediately resulted in like Miller answered. And he's like, no, no, no. You don't shove our fucking goalie. Hit this guy. It was unfortunate because I believe this resulted in a penalty. But the best part of this again. Nemitz, he just wants to be a fighter. <laughs> he he, he was just like, he yeah, he just wants an invite to the party. Yeah, literally. And he, I don't know if you guys remember, there was the second lightning player that went up. I against, love how we never give the the other team names. It's no, like I, I, sometimes. No, no, I like it because oh, okay. it's like in a movie, you know, <laughs> like when the villains never get names or identities. They're just yeah. like generic. It's like when you're watching Lord bad of the Rings. Guy it's two. just generic bad guy number two. <laughs> In so, the fights, it's just generic bad guy lightning bolt number three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was generic lightning bolt bad guy two. <laughs> and he was teaming up against Miller with the first lightning bad guy. <laughs> and Nemitz was like, oh, no, no, no. And skated right over, pulled the back of that guy's jersey and brought him to the ground. I was like, what? <laughs> It was incredible. A little underhanded, grabbing the collar and the pulling. Oh, yeah. And he, it's a little dirty. I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> I didn't think Nemitz was this person, but I'm I'm here it for this. makes me like him more. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to have to give this Kerkuffle Award this week to Mercer because... So many shocking people getting okay. Kerkuffle Awards. Yeah. It was really just how he threw himself into that fight. He didn't need to be involved in it. He was across, not across the ice, but he skated in. Jumped on that guy's back, brought him to the ice, <laughs> and he's like, I'm in this. This is happening. That wasn't okay. So that's why he gets the Skirkuffle Award this week. Congratulations. Yeah. There's just a lot of scuffles. Skirkuffles. Scuffly scuffles. <laughs> <laughs> so, Allie. Yeah. One of the whispers on the Twitter wins this week. Honestly, a lot of things happen on Twitter this week. We already talked about a couple of the points I mentioned that Connor Bedard um, turned out to have a fractured jaw and he underwent surgery and is anticipated to be out for six to eight weeks. I really expected a, you know, Brendan Smith gets a fine <laughs> tweet to be tweeted. Or a um, suspension. It, yeah, never came. So huh. that worked out in his... A favor, I suppose. The big talk on Twitter this week is that all of the sudden, to everyone's shock and surprise, Jamie Drysdale got traded to the Philadelphia Flyers. Mm-hmm. And, and apparently, even like Jamie Drysdale was kind of shocked by this. It was just like, okay, one day he's a, a flyer. Going now. there, I guess. And just now he's in Philly. Ooh. So uh, I hope he likes the cold. <laughs> I don't know how cold it is in Anaheim. 
I'm one of those East Coasters who just assumes California is warm. Yeah. <laughs> but there's like, it's a huge state. So Anaheim might be in one of the know. northern cold parts. Yeah. I don't know where Anaheim is. I don't either. Nope. <laughs> I couldn't find it on a map. <laughs> Less interesting, truthfully, to me than Drysdale being in Philly. I, I guess now I'm going to have to learn more things about him besides just like the generic Twitter things I know about him mm. uh, now that he's playing for a rival team. Mm. But what's more interesting is how he ended up there. Yes. Because what happened was that Cutter Gautier didn't want to play for the Philadelphia Flyers. Don't blame him. So Gautier was was drafted for the Flyers like back in the summer, spring slash summer. And he has since been playing for Team USA. He was on the World Juniors team that just won, Mm -hmm. which... I don't have time to get into all of the drama around the USA <laughs> um, team, but they did win. Sweden was not very happy about it. They were getting booed the entire time in their game. Uh, multiple players had lovely little shit-eating grins as yep. they were blowing kisses to the fans in the stands mm-hmm. that were booing them, which I personally think is kind of funny. Absolutely. Some people did, just didn't like that. They thought it was arrogant. <laughs> Thank you. In any case, so Cutter Goodier gets drafted by the Flyers, goes off to win World Juniors with the USA team, gets back from that, barely has time to get back from that, and just, I guess, calls the Flyers up and says, hey, you know what? Fuck Philly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to play for Anaheim. Wow. And that was apparently the, the, what sparked this entire trade was simply he didn't want to be there anymore. He gets sent to the Ducks. Drysdale gets sent to the Flyers. And everyone else is left wondering what the hell happened. He hasn't really explained his reason for not wanting to play for the Flyers. And I personally, this might be an unpopular opinion. uh, I personally don't really think he has to. No, He's received a lot of controversy for this. He actually did um, an interview with The Athletic where he uh, explained that he's been receiving death threats. Drastic. Part of the reason why he's been receiving a lot of criticism for this is that he hasn't specifically stated why he didn't want to play for the Flyers. Okay. Um, in his interview, he said, that's the question kind of everyone's wondering. And the biggest thing I can say right now is I have to keep it to myself, my family and my agent. It's been a long process in the past handful of months of dealing with this. I don't think it's the right time to kind of discuss it. And he just reiterated that he wanted to keep it a private matter. Apparently, he uh, as soon as he was drafted, like back in May by the Flyers, he told them up front that he had no intention of playing for the team. Okay, and I, which I think is, I think is fair. He was not like he pulled a fast one on them. He went off. No, he told them was on you know the World Juniors Championship team, and then came back and was like, actually, fuck you, Philly. I don't want to play for you anymore. It was more he gets drafted by them and tells them up front that he doesn't want to play for them and doesn't want to say publicly why. A lot of people have been criticizing him for this, kind of calling him ungrateful, saying that he's not honoring the team that gave him a shot to play in the NHL. But I feel like Anaheim was willing to take him and there's plenty of reasons why someone might not want to be on a team. It might have nothing to do with the Flyers. Uh, I don't know where um, his family lives currently in the U.S. uh, or if they even do live in the U.S. I know he was born in Sweden while his father was playing in Sweden. And then at some point they moved back to the U.S. and he was raised here. It's entirely possible that he just wanted to be on a team closer to where his family is. It's possible that he has certain ties in the area. Like, you don't really know. There there could be any number of reasons that have nothing to do 
with the flyers. It, it could. Yeah, it, it could be. It could have nothing to do with them, it but other just, external factors. We just we're not going to know. And I don't really think it's our business. Yeah. Or worth sending death threats over. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. So it's ridiculous. In any case, now we'll get to be seeing Jamie Drysdale in the Flyers outdoor game against the Devils oh, True. in man. the next couple of weeks. We'll get to see him live in action. All right. So that was the big drama on Twitter this week. But while we're t- uh, talking about this. Yes. Despite how long our current running recording time is, Shannon, I'm going to tease for you a new segment that we are calling the PWHL pop-up. Oh, you know, because it's not necessarily going to be a regular segment every week. Yeah. It's going to be a pop-up segment. And what inspired this was I mentioned when we were talking about the Blackhawks game, that that was the first hockey game (laughs) that my sister has ever watched in her entire life. Mm -hmm. Well, randomly, and I, when I, I mean, randomly, I woke up today to a text from my sister. I'm going to paraphrase this, but she texted me as she, you know, mentioned how that was the first hockey game she ever watched. And then she proceeded to say that she has been watching the PWHL (laughs) and she is very rapidly becoming like a PWHL fan. Love it. This is amazing. Uh, To quote her. I think this is something that's really cool because we were talking on uh, the last change pod when they had me on as a guest about how the PWHL is really out there on social media, catching a lot of fans. Yeah. A lot of new fans from all over the place. Like I've been seeing them all over my social media, but even like my sister, someone who does not follow hockey and doesn't even listen to this podcast, by the way, (laughs) was, is getting exposed to the PWHL. So she was seeing the ads for it. She started watching the games and she texted me. I just get all teary eyed seeing the happy little girls Uh, getting to watch the women play hockey. So I have hopes that my sister will do a guest segment giving us the rundown on the PWHL. And she's got lots of content because she proceeded to text me every thought that she has (laughs) on the PWHL right now. I am going to go through this and just give you a really quick bullet highlight points. All right. The most fun thing PWHL Montreal was playing. Someone tweeted, score a goal and Sully with your fiance. Two players on this team scored. They were having their little Mm. celebration. So someone named Marcus responded to this tweeter. Her fiance is there? Question mark. Didn't see him behind the glass. Someone (laughs) else says her fiance is number 29, Poulin. She's gay, Marcus. (laughs) (laughs) Montreal teammates, Laura Stacy and Marie Philip Poulin are fiancés. They play on the same team together. They are a couple. That's so fun. Mm -hmm. And the phrase, she's gay, Marcus. They're gay. (laughs) Sorry, they're gay, Marcus. Love it. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) I love that little tagline. It was making me cry laughing. My sister is a New York fan, mostly because uh, Corinne Schroeder is the goalie and she fucking rocks. My sister sent me this note on New York. Apparently, the coach for New York said, quote, defense was optional for his team in the preseason, and he's hoping they've refined their game defensively, which is such a burn. Those are my sister's (laughs) words, not mine. (laughs) Your coach calling your own defense optional. (laughs) You know, if you're wondering, did New York refine their defense? Yeah. According to my sister, no. As of, <laughs> as of the last game, they have not. She says the only reason they didn't get wrecked even worse by Montreal is because Corinne Schroeder bailed them out. 
So if you're a New Jersey Devils fan and you're looking for a goalie to heal your heart to root for and you don't want to have to find it in Shisterkin or <laughs> Sorokin, um, you can root for New York's Corinne Schroeder. Okay. The opening game for Minnesota pulled more than 13,000 viewers. That's not viewers on TV. That's viewers in person at the stadium. Is that good? I don't That's know. Incredible. That- That's incredible. That's a record. That is incredible. I didn't even realize. Almost all of the merch sold out after the first three games. That's great. And she specifically highlighted that the fact that the games are being streamed on YouTube is really helping to promote the online viewership as well. The match between, uh, sorry, the the season opener between Toronto and NYC drew two and a half, or no, sorry, 2.9 million viewers. Wow. Hmm. That's fantastic. It is a lot. So these are just some fun little notes from my sister on the PWHL. And hopefully at some point in the future, we can get her live in person to give you her fun little thoughts yeah. on the PWHL. So let's worry about not worrying about things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's not worry about how long this episode is running. It's fine. It's all fine. Because this is the segment where we don't worry about it. Because sometimes I'm saying random shit and the announcers do it too. So this week, I'm going to start off with something I meant to mention earlier, oh. but forgot to say during the segment. But to quote myself, because Ali and Sarah wrote it down during the lightning game. Everyone on the Devils needs a fucking Snickers. <laughs> this was because a Snickers commercial that was like, you're not yourself and you're hungry. You need a Snickers came on. And Shannon's like, the Devils aren't themselves. Everyone needs a Snickers. I'll buy them Snickers yeah. if, it, if it helps. If that's what they need. So first we got empty that tank tomorrow. Tomorrow. I think this was in reference to the uh, the big gap in play that they had. Okay. That they could empty the tank tomorrow. Okay. Maybe not. I could be wrong. Does empty the tank mean giving it all you got or taking a rest? We're just going to not worry about it. I'm not not going to worry about it. That's what we're on. We don't worry about it in the (laughs) summer. I love this one. This was Bill said, I'm a little confused. And then Dano replied, we are all there right now, Bill. <laughs> this was, I think, during the I think during the Blackhawks game, all the fighting and penalties happened. And there was just a moment where everyone lost track of what was going on. This is this is my favorite. <laughs> Kevin Ball down the wall. <laughs> I just feel like this is like a lyric to some song. Yeah, I was trying to make a rhyme. That's why I looked up. Um <laughs> With a shawl. Mm-hmm. Kevin Ball down the wall with a shawl. To make a call. Oh. To make a call. Catch the ball. <laughs> to catch the ball. They're playing a different sport now. Yep. Now he is. <laughs> and lastly, we have, we passed our quota time for a penalty. It's been about six minutes. <laughs> this is Bill. <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> About where we are right now. Yeah. Time for my favorite segment. All right, let's get into it. What is our it boy? Who is our it boy what of the week? What is our it boy what of the week? What is he? We'll find what? out what he is after we determine who it is. Correct, yes. Mundo. All right, four games. We got lots of uh, yeah, lots of boys we could pick from. Some of them are boys we don't even know. <laughs> um, who got their first? Or is it second goal this season? Uh, Nate Bastion. Hmm. Yeah, fuck it. We'll nominate Nate Bastion. All right. 
<laughs> That's where we're at. Yep. Uh, fuck it. I mean, we don't have to. Again, we don't have to pick someone based on what they did this week. We can't just oh. pick someone because we want to. That's true. It doesn't have to be anyone who's like. It can be someone who's out. Okay. Even if they're out, I I nominate Dougie Hamilton All for right. showing up to Brendan Smith's cancer can jam thing. There you go. With his his broken pectoral. Yeah. I was going to nominate Nevitz for deciding he wanted to be a fighter. I like it. All right. Who are we voting for? I don't know, because we've all put forth a nomination at this point. That is correct. So are we going to have another one of those unfortunate like standoffs where we all try and (laughs) say a different one again at the same time? So our our nominations are Dougie Hamilton, Nate Bastion, or uh, Shimon Nimitz. Yeah, yeah. who has already been employee of the week. So is Dougie. I could retract oh, this. Yeah. I, I was gonna put forward. To. I was gonna put Dawes' name in there as well, just for playing. But just for playing. You know what? Yeah, yeah it's a strange you know week. Yeah, I'm gonna change mine. Okay, I'm gonna say Nico Dawes. Okay, he's been doing good for us. I I'm think. keeping mine. I'm okay. for Dougie still. Well, so that I guess it's. Nico Dawes. <laughs> yeah. I think that, that still comes out to Nico Dawes. No, is, you win. You win. Nico just, Dawes is the it boy of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Dougie Hamilton, you're second place. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm not tracking second place it boys. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's just because Nico Dawes, he's been playing. Uh, <laughs> that, is, that is the only criteria yeah. you need for it boy of the week he's been playing yeah you don't even need I, to be playing i thought he was doing well he battled hard to the end even yeah. if things got through i was just happy to see the grit mm-hmm. nico Dawes. yeah you are it boy of the week yep. congratulations Woo. so we've been talking about a couple of things in this episode <laughs> Specifically, flavors of revenge school. Oh. But I think we've done we've done too many things. There's too many flavors of drinks that we've done. Yeah, we did that a lot. So earlier on, you mentioned that Dawson's outfit was a soup. Okay. <laughs> so I think if Nico Dawes was a soup, he'd be tomato. I don't know enough about Nico Dawes to um, refute this. So I think you are 100% correct. Okay. And it is irrefutable and undeniable mm-hmm. that Nico Dawes is tomato soup. Mm-hmm. And anyone who tries to say otherwise is uninformed. Yeah. I was thinking like spaghetti. <laughs> okay. Is that a soup? I don't think I count that as a soup. <laughs> is spaghetti a soup? Like alphabet soup. <laughs> don't worry about it. We're not going to worry about it. We're, we're Jack just, Hughes would be like a basic bitch chicken noodle yes, soup. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Who would be like a minestrone? <laughs> uh, just thinking that. Good question. Exact thing. That's weird. Dougie Hamilton? Yeah, I think Dougie. That's yeah, what I was yeah. thinking too. Yeah. yeah. All right. You have any songs for us? You know exactly what song we're going to sing, Shannon. Actually, I don't. Yeah. Yes, you do. You were the one who put it in this episode. What? Shot, 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 Everybody! There we go. <laughs> this is Hot Girls Hockey. Tune in next week for more sugar, spice, and everything ice. If you like our show, please leave us a rating. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and tweet at us at Hot Girls Hockey underscore.